It is really happening. Fuck's sake, Kevin. All right, man. Let's begin. Okay, so we are going to do a mini-sode, mini-episode. I'll on... stop playing it. Yeah, please Hold stop. on. It's, it's so much fun to dance to. Ugh. Why is this but happening? But there's a reason we're playing it. Yes. So today's episode is going to be on terrible movies. This is awful. Yeah! So for those of you who don't know... This song is from a movie called Miami Connection. It's the best movie ever made. It is so good. It's Wait, so second. good. Friends to eternity, loyalty, honesty. Uh, there go half our listeners. Yeah. Friends yeah. forever yeah. will be happening. together. Mm-hmm. We're on top as we play together. Uh. <laughs> okay, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. All right. So, um... Catherine and I are lovers of terrible movies. Terrible, terrible movies. Oh, by the way, welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for you. <laughs> My name is Catherine. I'm Carmen. And yes, yes, we love bad movies. Just- Obsessed. <sighs> Obsessed. Now, I did not get into bad movies until I was like 19, maybe? I don't, I mean, I guess. Like, yeah. like the movies that we watched as kids, I mm-hmm. don't think we realized were bad. Maybe. Yeah, you know, it's We fair, genuinely like them. From seventh grade... Uh, Carmen and I and another friend, Caitlin, had a, like a movie club where we yeah. would choose movies and we would go to each other's houses and watch the movies in like, like our basements. And so we day. had basically like a movie club for years. Were some of them bad? Fucking probably. Yeah. But we were just watching movies and we would make fun of them a little bit, but we were also like 14, 13, 12, whatever. So we couldn't really gauge necessarily. Also for kids, we watched some like real cinematic indie shit. Yeah, we did. Why were 14 year olds watching um, not Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? It was that movie with Elijah Wood. Oh my God. Everything. Everything is illuminated? Everything is illuminated. Why did we watch Everything is Illuminated? We were f- like 14, maybe, oh, maybe 15. Yeah. Our favorite movie as teenagers was crazy. Like the French, French Canadian. Is it French Canadian? Yeah, the French Canadian indie movie about a guy who has um, a bunch of brothers and he's, and he's gay in like the 60s, 70s, 80s ish. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't understand. Where anyway, were we? Where, what were we doing? Where were we? When were we? What we were watched we? Cold Mountain for we, fun. We did watch Cold Mountain for fun at like 15. Yeah, we were strange. So we made up for lost time. Yeah. Uh, by watching terrible movies. Catherine, how did you get into terrible movies? What was your first terrible movie that you can remember? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know, because, like, I feel like as a kid, a movie is just a movie. Um, but I guess, I don't know if it's a terrible movie, but my first cult movie, you know, it's probably not a good movie, is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Because I watched that as a kid. Gross, gross, gross. I watched it as a kid. We would listen to the soundtrack around the house. It's I one of those things that's like a, has a very big cult following. And I know right. my mom was in it. My dad was into it. Like, it was, and my sister was into it. Like, right. Like, we were all into it. So, like, it was just a thing that we listened to and was into. And so I feel like that was, like, my first introduction to, like, camp. Right. And, like, right. kind of trash. Even though of trash, it's not that bad. No. Definitely not. No. I mean, we've seen some... Worst movies. Worst movies now. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Um, <clears throat> for me, uh, I hold a 
bad movies very dearly to my heart for mm-hmm. a number of reasons. One of them being that one of my friends name was Michael and he's the one that yes. got me into movies. Like he taught me about like cinematography and like um, a different film quality and all this other stuff that was really interesting. And I never would have known. And had it not been for him, I probably still would have thought Michael Bay movies were good. Really? They're trash. Yes. Wow. He taught me to see things differently with movies. It was so cool. Cause he just was really cool and amazing. Oh gosh. Sorry. Also yeah. just Michael died a few years back, but like, hence why I hold certain movies dearly to me. Yep. One of them being the first movie that he tried to convince me to watch that I still to this day think is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Your Hunter from the Future. Carmen, honestly. And it's a movie, I think, I can't even rem- remember the plot. He literally paid extra money to get the VHS because he wow. could only get it on VHS. And he had it sent to his house. They paid for it. And there is a scene where a caveman-looking human, mm-hmm. blonde man, who I think is propelled into the future and then maybe, like, or he's from the future and it's dystopian and they're hunters. Okay. Um, and they somehow end up in the past with dinosaurs and, like, future people aliens. Ooh. Very strange. Don't make no sense. I can't remember it at all. Except that he paraglides with um pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. He like parasails, okay. jumps in the air, grabs a pterodactyl by the oh legs, God. and uh, just like hang glides down. There's a scene exactly like that in Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah. So they got it from somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they got it from your Hunter of the Future. And it is, you just need to watch the trailer and it will change your life. That's all I have to say. <gasps> that is my first bad movie. So good. And it just got worse from there. He then talked to me about The Room. Yeah. The quintessential terrible movie. The classic. Uh, the best movie ever, you know, like, I did not hit her. It's not true. I did not hit her. I, I did, did not. <laughs> best movie Very eminently ever. quotable, yeah. So, so good. So that's the reason why I love them. And then when you get older, you just love terrible yeah. movies. Yeah. Well, not everybody does. A lot of people are very picky. But I did want to add one more thing that I remembered that I used to do that I would just, like, buy movies. Okay, so here's the thing. Used to do. Listen. Used uh, to do. No, it is used to. I don't buy movies anymore. But When's uh, the last time if you bought the fucking DVD? Angelina Jolie? Um, what? Captain of Tomorrow. Captain. That was when of- I was a teenager. That's how old that movie oh, is? Old, Carmen. Okay, so Shit. here's the thing. So I was, like, obsessed with Lord of the Rings. I would watch it every goddamn day. As and Lord of the Rings is a great movie extended edition baby all the commentaries in a row so um that movie made me sort of obsessed with film and all like the back the special features and how they talked about blah 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 so then what i would do is i would buy movies movies i liked movies i didn't know anything about in the bargain bin and like if they were like five dollars or three three movies for ten dollars or whatever i have so many fucking movies that are shit you know why i'd buy them i'd watch them and then i'd watch them again with commentary I have listened to the commentary for Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. Why, Catherine? I have watched every shit movie at least a couple times that I own. And so, like, so, so, so that's what, so, so you had a lot of time. A lot of time in my hands as a teenage girl, and also like, um, not everybody likes bad movies. Some people just I don't, don't understand those have people. the ability, and like they're so picky and they're so like finicky, finicky. And those are also the people who don't like superhero movies, so they can go fuck themselves. Yeah. No, actually, you know what's funny? There's an over. There's a weird thing where it's like a lot of pretentious film people will love 
it's at like intentionally terrible movies. They'll be like, oh, he has the room is so good because you see it was so like counter to what you blah, blah, blah. But then those are the people who don't like superhero movies because they think they're dumb. And so people will be like, if something is bad, I'll like it. But if something is stupid, I won't. We are not those people. (laughs) Give me absurdity. Give me over the top. Give me garbage. And let's get into Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw was so good. We saw Hobbs and Shaw opening night. Got tickets like weeks in advance. Yep. We're so excited. Have we watched all the Fast and the Furious movies? Nah. No. No, we have not. I've watched two. Carmen's watched fucking zero. And we were like, yeah. I watched one and two. You did? When they first, like, first, first came out. Oh, man. I I don't remember them at all whatsoever. I just know Vin Diesel was in them. And I watched Tokyo Drift, and it was horrendous. So you've seen three. I've seen Tokyo Drift, but I think I've only seen half of it. Some Asian guy dies. Yeah. That's literally all I know. Han. He was a hottie. Anyway, so he, so I've seen Fast Five and I've seen Fast Eight, which are ridiculous They're movies. They're so I've heard. good. You don't need to watch anything in between. You literally can pick up any of those movies and watch them, and they're going to be wonderful because they're like well done. At least from five on, they're well done. They have like an insane action. It's just nothing is practical, real, or in any way like something feasible? that could happen feasible. Like there's literally a scene where the Rock like snaps his handcuffs in half and then picks a man up and holds him like horizontal on a wall oh yeah that's insane there's another scene in that movie where the rock like wants to bench press something or like curl something to show how tough he is and he rips a concrete bench out of the prison wall and then does curls with it absolutely not Catherine. casual no, like legit, there's a scene in that, again, in the same with The Rock, where this guy comes with The Rock being like, because there's a prison break in that movie. This guy comes up to The Rock like, I've been waiting 10 years for this. And The Rock literally grabs the knife out of the man's hand, stabs him in the heart, and goes, keep waiting, bitch. It's my favorite Pardon? thing I've ever seen. Pardon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yes. So. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw is not necessarily a bad movie. It's an absurd movie. movie absurd. That is amazing. It's so... And we need to find a distinction. Good. Yeah. Because Transformers movies, bad. Yes. Hobbs and Shaw, great. Yeah. And it's a very interesting line where like, so like there are bad movies and these are all under the umbrella of kind of quote unquote bad movies. Yeah. But then there's like absurd bad. Yeah. And then there is, which is and fun bad. Yeah. Those are great. And then there's, then there's also just bad. Boring bad, just oh, Transformers. So and then bad. you swing around to the other end of the spectrum, which is, it's like, it's not even a spectrum. It's like a smiley face. So on one side, there's a smiley face, like, like, like loop, like a, mm-hmm. like a parabellum or whatever. A pe- there's a pendulum, whatever it's called. One side is absurd, hilarious bad. In the middle, at the bottom where nobody likes it is boring bad. And then yep. up, it swings again to sincere bad. And sincere bad is like the room. Oh, where it's something Magic. was made with such like care, care but it's so horrible. Bad. I wonder, Sharknado, mm-hmm. is it a bit of both? I think it's a like, Birdemic. Abs- Birdemic is a bit of both. Yeah. Because the guy who directed Birdemic mm-hmm. was a thousand bajillion percent serious about this movie. Yeah. Wanted it to be the, ne- the next like Birds, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah masterpiece like that's the thing so sincere mm-hmm. also acid spitting birds absurd yeah, absurd and these Both. two levels are the good 
Those are great. Bottom, terrible pendulum, boring. If you have a bad movie that's boring, it's Gods just of Egypt. bad. Isn't that a movie? Gods of that Egypt? That is a movie. It's bad. Just bad. Bad. I tried watching it. I think they had it on an airplane or something. I was like, this mm-hmm. is horrendous. Honestly, again, Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow, just bad. Just so terrible. bad. Because it's boring. Trolls 2, looking wonderful. Trolls 2 fits wonderful. into the sincere and the absurd. Sincere and absurd. Because there is a documentary that Michael told me about mm-hmm. um, that was on YouTube for a while, and I think they took it down. But it was a documentary where they got in touch with the people who had been in Trolls 2. Oh. Um, because there was no Trolls 1. You know what? Yeah. I've heard of this documentary. Yeah, there was no Trolls 1. There was only a Trolls 2. Mm-hmm. And the director, you know, because they're from Nilbog, which is Goblin Backwards. Yes. Right? And so the whole story was that, like, somebody, one of the workers was like, well, you know, I told the director, like, you know that a goblin and a troll, they're not the, the same, same thing. Because the director's Italian. Mm-hmm. And the director was trying to, he, in his mind, was like uh, a Fellini. You know, he was like, an Argento. He was a master of film. Like, he wanted to make a deep movie. Yes. So when they told him, do you know that a goblin and a troll are two different things? P.S. He doesn't speak English very well. Uh, his response was, you don't understand my vision. I literally so, saw... I literally saw a thing where one of the writers was saying that the reason why they wrote um, the the goblins, the trolls, in... in um, Trolls 2 as vegetarian, because they are, by the way. If you have, yeah, you know, yeah, let me yeah. run down Trolls 2 real quick. <laughs> so there's like this family and they're going to this town, I think they, to live there and or visiting? I can't remember. Okay. But the point is that the whole town is goblins mm-hmm. and these goblins are vegetarians. And they have to make you drink this like milk or whatever to turn you into like plant goo so they can eat you. Don't make no sense. Literally, they're defeated by a bologna sandwich at the end. Uh, (laughs) A double-decker bologna sandwich, which is what the kid calls it, which is, you know, doesn't exist, but that's what he calls it. And um, the the writer was like, a lot of my friends, or a lot of people I knew were becoming vegetarians, and I didn't like it. This is what I mean, Catherine. This is what I mean. This is, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And um, apparently the woman who played the mom became this, like, Hoarder, recluse, agoraphobic woman. Oh. After the movie, which is really sad. She just never left the house. That's a shame. Uh, the boy, um, I think the, that he was on the, like, they had him on the, like, Macaulay Culkin track mm-hmm. where they wanted him to be this, like, big name child star. No, he's hideous. He's hideous, one. He wasn't cute like Macaulay Culkin, two. And three, uh, that movie was trash, unlike Home Alone or Richie Rich or whatever the fuck else we've watched. Yeah. Um, so his career went nowhere. And so he was just like some guy now. Ooh. Which is kind of sad. Like he that was just sad. some guy. Just to be some but guy. But he had, there were all these expectations put on him as this like young, white, blonde I child see, star. I see. I see. Yeah. Really a sad documentary. But like that movie is amazing because you can tell their sincerity and you can also tell that it just made no sense mm-hmm. and nobody had the good sense to tell this man no. They just did it. And that is another quality that makes a good bad movie. Nobody, not one person was like, no. Nah. That is true of Hobbs and Shaw, which includes a black Superman and um, multiple scenes where like Basically the rock's cyborg. physical strength is 
equivalent to Superman's. Yeah. Like, like not black Superman's, but super, just Superman. Yeah, yeah, just Superman. He's from Krypton. He was sent here in a shuttle. Like, yeah. that's what it must be. Yeah. Like, nobody said no to The Rock. No. And nobody said, no, we're not going to do plant goo troll monsters. The Room. And the Room, nobody hey. was like, you know what? This movie's it's not going to work. We can't do this. Because The Room is a movie that is that is almost... It's actually, you know what's funny? If you did not have... Um, what's his name? Who's the director of The Room and the star? Uh, Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. If Tommy Wiseau was not in that movie, it would be boring bad. But. But Tommy Wiseau God. is in that movie. So it's Star sincere bad. wrote, directed. Yes. Yes. Because he is like, I think an alien from a different planet. He must be. He must um, be. He's not a real man. Like when you see his naked body in the room. You're like, looks that's not like a real body. Wrong. Yes. He looks like his I mean, muscles where they shouldn't he's be. trying to have sex with someone's belly button. It's like he's like a com- like a Rob Liefeld like comic book character who was brought bajillion. to life and yes. his muscles where there shouldn't be. Ten bajillion times. It's like Jason Manzoukas said in How Did This Get Made. He is an action figure that you put in the microwave. And for melted like, just a little. Just a little bit. Just like two seconds. Slightly. Yeah. That's, that's what he looks Tommy like. Tommy um, and so, like, and his performance in that movie is so astoundingly terrible. Yet sincere. Yeah. And so, like, you're just like, oh, this turns around to good. And I wonder what that is in people that were like, we can tell. We can tell when a movie is, like, intentionally bad and, like, nobody cared about it. And you're like, whatever, this is trash. But when a movie has so much love in it, you can feel it. Yeah. You can feel it. Yeah. And you just love it. Yeah, yeah, but you partially love to hate it, but it makes you laugh. Yeah, I, I don't even that. think hate has anything to do with it. I don't hate the room. I, I don't hate true. any bad movies. I love them with such sincere devotion. You know what? No, we're different though, Catherine. You yeah. and I are very different because a lot of the pretentious people who like bad movies like them ironically. Oh, like quote I have unquote no irony in my body. Me neither. Like when I tell people, like I love NSYNC, and they're like. But like ironically, and I'm and like, I'm no, like, no, sincerely, 100% listen, I love NSYNC. I used to listen to Just Got Paid every time I would get my paycheck. Like, like hello, hello, please. Anyway, or so, okay, so then we've talked about those bad movies. Let us talk about the wonderment, the amazingness, the beauty that is. How did this get made? Oh my god, I didn't even know where we were going. This is a tribute to How Did This Get Made. Well, they are part of the reason why we can so openly and freely. Talk about bad Talk movies. About bad, they bad walked movies. so we could run. Yes. Okay. So how did this get made for the, this is like, I guess, a promo for another podcast. <laughs> but how did this get made is a podcast where they talk about bad movies. And it is our favorite podcast. It's yeah. the podcast I introduced Carmen to pod, or no, well, one of the podcasts that yeah. I introduced Carmen to. There were Carmen two of to. them. There was the Denzel Washington's greatest actor of all time. Yeah. Period. And then there is how did this get made? And those are the ones where I got Carmen on board into the podcasting universe. Yes. Without those, we would not be here. Exactly. Like, like genuinely, they did walk so Great. we could run. Because it's such an amazing podcast and they go over all these bad movies. And mm-hmm. they're the ones who've, you know, introduced us to, to several bad Terrible movies. Terrible movies. One of which, our favorite, yep. The Love of Our Lives, Miami, Miami Connection. Miami Connection, which was a song I played at the beginning. So Miami Connection is... An amazing movie and possibly, in my opinion, the best bad movie. Yeah. Because not only is it sincere bad, it also has like... It's absurd. Absurd nonsense. And then it's like beautiful locations and shit. Yeah. But so hard to follow. So hard to follow. 
It is, you know what, another thing about bad movies is that they obviously get away with things that good movies cannot. Yeah. If you're watching a good movie and something happens and you don't understand what's happening next, you're yeah. like, this is not good. Yeah. In a bad movie, especially a sincere mm-hmm. bad movie, when something happens and you cannot understand what, why, when, or how, yeah. it only makes it better. Oh, yeah, 100%. And that movie is absolutely full of it and it has great songs. That was the movie where we realized that this could be the case. Yeah. Because we didn't believe... When we listen to How Did This Get Made, so many times when they're talking about movies, they would get so lost. Like, they would argue with each other about, like, no, this guy was this person. And, and like, they wouldn't no, no, understand. No, 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 no. That doesn't make like sense. That doesn't make sense. on discussions. For so long. And then they'd finally have to be like, okay, well, none of us are going to get it. We need to move on. Yeah. So I thought they were just putting that on for just show. Joking. Just, like, you know, exaggerating for the podcast. Yeah. And then we watched... Miami, Miami connection, connection, and we were like, "No, that who's that guy? <laughs> What's going on with him?" I thought it was him. like, like most Isn't of that it, the brother that like, made no sense. Yeah. It was genuinely like someone put a bag over my head and like tossed me into a dark room, and then I took the bag off and I was on a beach. Yeah, like I was like, "How did I get here? What's going on? Where am I?" This movie, yeah, and that's what that movie feels like. Um, it's about a gang of um biker ninjas, bikers by day, ninjas, ninjas by, by night, night, versus a group of uh, Taekwondo Orphans Orphan band They're a music band And they're the ones Who sing the song Friends Carmen The amount of times I've told people About that movie They must think That's the only movie I've, I've seen Yeah I talk about it All the time We've watched it Multiple times Yeah We've watched it With other people I will send Carmen The lyrics to the songs On a regular Which basis Which annoys me Because then that song Gets stuck in my head it's Such a good song Friends to Eternity Loyalty Honesty Not Afraid of them coming for copyright infringement because the whole thing's on YouTube. That's the best <laughs> song. That is a great movie. And the thing is, like, somebody found it. They bought it for, like, $3 on Amazon or some shit. Like, it was they something like it. they bought it on eBay for, like, $35. And then um, we're like, put this it is up, amazing. Put it up in the, the theater and <laughs> that they were, like, screening stuff at. And everyone was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Yes. Yeah. I mean,. We watched this movie with my friend who's into martial arts. Yeah. And he laughed so hard, he got up off his chair. And like left for a And minute. left. He ran into my kitchen, ran around for a bit, and then came back I mean, and sat like back down. The mark of quality comedy to black people. I've noticed this. Yes, it's something I yes, do. Yeah. It's something like, I don't know what in sort of like blackness makes us do this because it's something every black person I know does where it's like something is so funny you have to leave. Yeah. You have to get up and walk away for a minute and then come yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. That's that's literally what happened. Yeah. So um, that movie is great. Uh, the Dream for the Taekwondo uh, rock band. Yeah. Orphan rock band is to travel the world, go to all the places their families come from, all of their backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, Preach peace and unity and harmony via Taekwondo while singing and playing their songs. Their songs about like friendship and love. Yeah. It's. It is terrible. Astoundingly great. It is fucking terrible. That's so good. Again, there is All the actors are like not good looking. Not in the slightest. They look like Wong. They don't even just look bad looking. They look like off. Off. Again, what is it with these movies and people who just don't look correct? (laughs) <laughs> like even if if you met them in person, you'd still be like, "What's wrong with you?" Why are you but it's a collection. This? Why are you four quarters like, or why are you like three quarters legs? Yeah, or why are you just like missing something? It's like 
Yes. It's just, it's just not, it's just like if you were in a room and they, it just didn't have a roof. I was about to like say a, like something. Like a set. I was about to say something, but then that would sound racist because you don't have context because I was going to do the accent that oh. the guy does. Let me not do that. Anyway. <laughs> Woo. Um, there's a scene with an old man who's clearly like a 15-year-old boy with baby powder in his head. Oh, he's so good. He's, Woo, he's playing someone's so father and he's good. like seven years old. Yeah. Um, with baby powder in his hair. And it's, again, sincere. It was put made with love. It was made with care and attention and affection. And it's Don't bad. make no sense. It's great. Have you ever seen Big Trouble in Little China? I have not. Mm. And I really should. I've heard great things. Interestingly, there's a pizza place in Chinatown right now that's called Big Trouble Pizza. We're going. I've been. It's okay. Uh-huh. But, like, it's very funny, the name and the artwork for the place is great. But, like, um... Yeah, so like Big Trouble in Little China is like another example of a bad movie. My sister, when she saw it, she saw it for the first time with my other sister and then came home and we watched it again. Like she was so excited to show it to That's me. That's hilarious. She was, it's, it's, I think one of her favorite movies. That's amazing. So like Big Trouble in Little China is like the story of like this like Chinese like God man mm-hmm. who needs a girl with green eyes or something. But I guess that's rare in China. But then oh, they God. find a white girl. In because the, they're in Chinatown, oh. and then um, it's Kim Cattrall in that movie. Wow! Okay. And I believe Patrick Swayze. I might wow. be wrong. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, the eighties called. Oh yeah, the eighties called, and they said, "What's up?" Um, <laughs> and it's like a really bad movie, but it has such an intense cult oh, following. Oh no! And like cult movies, like like cult followings are something that like make Strong. bad movies. Like the room. The room. Big Trouble in Little China, which is more so an entertainingly bad movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or as we watched just the other day, The Warriors. Warriors. What an astounding, amazing fucking movie. Yeah. That movie brings me utter joy and happiness and greatness. For those who don't know, The Warriors is about this like gang and they go, called The Warriors, and they go to this meeting of all the gangs in New York City and they all have nine members from each gang at this at this meeting. And they are going to see the speech of this guy named Cyrus. Now, you're, like, thinking, okay, gang movie, interesting, like, takes place in the 80s. I'm sure it's rough and tumble. No. Yo, these gangs, these gangs, though, gangs who are dressed like baseball mimes. Baseball mimes. Baseball mime clowns. Um, clowns. Pimps, clowns. There's just one lesbian group called the Lizzies. Like, There's just a mime group. The, There's people on roller skates. People on roller skates. Or as my friend or called like, it, Chucky on roller skates. Or in like Hawaiian shirts. And to be clear, when we say these things, we're saying the whole group, Looks everyone the same. in the group is they all have the, the same, same outfit, which means what, they go to Macy's together and get the same outfit? Bloomingdale's. There's one, there's one group that's called the Orphans. They're all wearing like dark green shirts and jeans. Like, but they, they went to shopping together. Because it's not different shades of green. It's the same color. Literally the same shirt in different sizes. There's um, an overall gang where they're all wearing overalls. They have different shirts underneath, but overalls. Overalls. And they're on roller skates. On roller skates. There's... Um, and they all have the same hair. They have that flippy fair faucet hair. Everybody looks like Kylo Ren. And um, yeah. the warriors themselves all wear vests. Like and they leather say, vests. say the warriors. And they say them. the warriors on the back. And everyone takes it super seriously. Which... I don't know. If I ran into a group of grown-ass men on Just roller mimes? skates, no, no, that is my nightmare. That's never happening. That is the devil. Mm-hmm. But on roller skates, polo shirts with Farrah Fawcett hair, yeah. and they were trying to um, be intimidating towards me, I would laugh in their Straight face. Straight up in their faces. 
And this actually brings up another thing is that bad movies and uh, cult movies are allowed to have things in them that are like from the time, but it's acceptable. So like we watched Blade Runner for the first time, like maybe a few years ago. Wow. Blade Runner has very interesting stuff, but like neither of us could get over the rapiness of Blade it Runner. It was so bad. Kath, okay. So we went to see this in theaters. Yeah. First off. So we went to watch They were the like, theaters. someone was doing a screening at TIFF at the Toronto International Film Festival. They were doing a screening of like... It was like the digital festival. And for the digital festival, they often have um, like old movies. Older movies. That um, kind of, um, I don't know, exemplify like technology and special effects and blah, 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 yeah. blah, which Blade Runner was like a big deal. Um, just because aesthetically it was just so like far beyond everything what, else. Everything else. Um, and it is a good movie. It like, is. I, I like in terms of the way it's shot, like the scenery, directing, everything is great. The acting's really good. Um, it was real rapey. What's that rape scene though? Catherine had a moment. We are in a movie theater full of mostly bro-y, nerdy dudes white guys. who love dudes. Blade Runner. They're obsessed, you know. Oh, films, whatever. Go fuck yourselves. Catherine starts cackling. I'm like dying. At this scene. Out of just pure discomfort. Yeah, because it's so funny. And she was just like, what is this? Like, she literally said, what is this? And people just laughed. And just like, and so Because maybe this might have been the first time that people were like, oh, yeah. This is rapey. This is rapey. Yeah. Because Catherine and I hadn't, we didn't have this romanticized, like, connection to it. Yeah. Literally, I've had had other moments where I've said to someone who's like, I love Blade Runner. I was like, "Mm, real rapey, though. And they go, yeah. Yeah, it is. Like, it's real wild. But then uh, the Warriors has a scene where there's a guy who's like straight up a rapist, and we're like, ha, 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 the rapists go. Yeah, like, we don't I even mean, care. To be fair, yeah. he gets arrested Immediately. and trapped by a woman who's just trying to True. get rapists in Blade, arrested. In Blade Runner, he commits that rape. Yeah, for this, he just gets his ass arrested. But he's rapey the whole time. Anyway, yeah, he gets. He gets arrested. Yeah. Which, like, also, it's funny to us because the guy that is the most rapey is the most gay. Oh, he is. Um, he talks about women constantly, about how he wants to rape them. And then he, like, always is calling everyone, like, an F word. Yeah. And then is always being like, hey, man, I want to shove this up your ass, blah, blah, blah. And uh, uh-huh. Carmen and I looked at each other, and we're like, like this motherfucker's gay, gay right? So, so like, know, really yeah, overcompensating. So, <laughs> so bad movies, bad movies can get away with horrible morals and we don't give a shit. Yeah. They can be absurd bad and they can be sincere bad, but they can never be boring. No. No. Because a bad, bo- a boring bad movie, because the thing is, boring bad movies are anything from like, give me a name of a bad movie, like a shitty movie. Gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt. Yes, sure. It can be anything from like Gods of Egypt. Master and Commander. To, I literally was about to say, to Master and Commander. They can be anything. They can be like a, an, an award winning movie. <laughs> But if it's boring, it's the worst. It's fucking terrible. It's, if it's something is boring, it's the worst. I do like Master and Commander, but you know me, I'm lame. Anyway, <laughs> but like the boredom is the worst sin that they could ever possibly commit. Like these are movies, guys. Do better. Honestly, do better. It drives me up the wall. It's bananas. Um, can we talk about movies that we have not yet seen that we would like to see that are oh, terrible? Oh, absolutely. Jim Cotta. Jim Cotta. Want to see it? The fact that one of the Lego Batman, the Lego Batman movie referenced Jim Cotta Did they really? to this day blows my mind. So Jim Cotta is a movie that came out in the 80s. Um, it was made with this like Olympic 
gold medalist from the U.S. Mm-hmm. in real life. Like, he was an, an Olympic champion. Um, and the movie is about uh, this Olympian who uh, has to do this, like, weird diplomatic trip where he has to participate in a contest uh, to win over something so that they can build some army base or some nonsense in some Asian, nondescript Asian country. Okay. Whatever. It's called Gymkata because um, it is a, 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 a based on a martial, it is a martial arts movie mm-hmm. uh, based on a martial arts that they created uh, called uh, Gymkata, which mm-hmm. is a mix of um, gymnastics and karate. So now, good. H- how does this work? Well, uh, there are pole vaults in the middle of the no, town what? square. Just in the middle of the town square. There's there pole vaults in the middle of the town square? Just like inexplicably That's just there. That's incredible. That's So we will amazing. be watching that soon. Yes. I remember when I heard about it on How Did This Get Made. I was sleeping. I had my headphones in. My friend was over at my house. He was also taking a nap. We were both taking a nap. And at least three times in the middle of my nap, I woke up half asleep and said, is Jimkata a real martial art? <laughs> and he was like, what? Because he was also half asleep. Went back to sleep, asked him two more times, still no answer. And then when I finally woke up, woke up, and he woke up, woke up, I was like, is Jim Cotter real? And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You need to stop asking me. And um, oh, so good. turns out it's not a real martial art. But they brought up Jim Cotta in Lego Batman. Uh, Robin says, like little baby Robin is like, oh, I specialize in Jim Cotta. It's martial arts. Or it's like karate oh God, meets Robin gymnastics. Robin does do Jim Cotta. Yeah. So funny. So, so great. We are going to watch that as soon as we can. Absolutely. Um, Sleepaway Camp. Or whatever. I do want to see Sleepaway Camp. Apparently, that's also great. Apparently, a lot of Wet Hot American Summer is like based on based on Sleepaway, Sleepaway Camp. Camp. So I want to so want to see that just because we know the ending already. Mm-hmm. But also, you know how on How Did This Get Made? They could not understand. You the say family that tree. as if everybody's listening to How Did This Get Made. Okay. Well, there's it is a actually whole... one of the most popular podcasts. Yeah, so maybe yeah, yeah. who knows? But like one of the episodes, they can't figure out the family tree for this movie. Yeah. Right. That it's like literally the beginning, and they spend like half an hour trying to figure out this family tree. Spoiler alert, they don't figure it out. Um, so that's why I want to watch it, because I want to see if I can figure out. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we should treat. make notes, try to figure it out. We are going to a live taping of How Did How This, did get, this made get Made in about a month. We're going to rush the stage because our dreams be on that show. Yeah, but it is our dream. I just, I, I told Catherine, Catherine knows this. When I started listening to this podcast, I was like, all I want is for them to come to Toronto, for us to go, and for me to be yelled at by Jason Manzoukas. And yeah. I think it's going to happen because I got balcony seats because I'm cheap. And all he ever does is yell at balcony people. It's going to be good. I'm so fucking excited. We must watch whatever movie they choose and take oh, notes. Oh, absolutely. I hope it's a Canadian movie. I'm kind of hoping it's one of the Degrassi movies. Oh, that'd be really good. Because those movies are terrible. They're like newer Degrassi movies that came out when we were in like high school, mm. when we stopped watching Degrassi. I never really watched it, but... Woo! I'm excited. Yo, so speaking of Jason Manzoukas, I want to bring up another bad movie that I think that you would agree is uh, actually great. Would I? Mamma Mia 2. Terrible. So good. Mamma Mia 2, anyone who's like, oh, Mamma Mia movies, they're not good. I'm like, you know what? We're not friends. Listen, the Mamma Mia movies are just like I mean, I a seen hilarious good time. Christine Bransky's in them. And Mamma Mia 2. I mean, Mia she's two, fucking amazing. Mamma Mia 2 is my favorite fucking thing. Like, I the songs are great. Her. It's absurd. Oh, okay. 
Here's one of my favorite moments in Mamma Mia, the first one, is she has a flashback to like these guys when she sees them. So the plot of Mamma right, Mia right. is that the, mo- the daughter invites three men to her potential wedding and she doesn't know which one of them is her father. And then the mother sees these men, played by Meryl fucking Streep, and she flashes back to them as young men. Mm. Stellan Skarsgård, Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth are these men. The flashbacks yeah. are Stellan Skarsgård, Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> and Colin Firth with bad wigs on. No, 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 oh, no, it's no, so no, good. no. It's like, it's like a flash for three, like a second, and she's like, him? It's Bill? And then it's Stellan Skarsgård with a bad wig on. Oh, no. And then it's Pierce Brosnan with a bad wig on, and it's Colin Firth with a bad wig on, and I'm like, beautiful. Mwah. Oh, art. This is art. This is, this is cinema. Like, this is what I came to see. And I'm so happy. Mamma Mia 2 has a scene where Cher shows up. Cher is in every single piece of the marketing for Mamma Mia 2. Yeah. She arrives five minutes to the end. Yeah. There's a man named Fernando. Yeah. We don't know his name is Fernando. We're always like, he's Mr. Something Something. She sees him, goes, Fernando, it's you? And he's like, you, it's Ruby, it's you. And then they sing Fernando. Mm Mm-hmm. Fireworks go off in the background and the movie ends. Yeah. It's literally Meryl Streep shows up as a ghost, like in that movie. How is that not the best movie ever made? It's fair. It's a fair point. Fair point. And I said, speaking of Jason Manzoukas, because while we were watching it, there's so many Greek people that I was like, is that Jason Manzoukas? <laughs> Every five minutes in the conference here. Is that Jason Manzoukas? I mean, that did make me laugh. That was pretty <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah. Yeah. Terrible movies. We love them, clearly. Clearly, and we strongly urge everybody to watch terrible movies all the time. Yeah. Have fun with them. Watch them with, like, a sense of, like, joy. Yeah. Do not bring irony into the room. No. Look for joy. Look for happiness. Like, find entertainment where you can. Yeah. Do not be a stick in the mud. There's so many people, when I tell them that the Fast and the Furious movies are great, who are like, oh, I don't like cars, I don't like it, or it's just so stupid. And I'm like, yes. That's the point. It's so stupid they fight people with their cars it's great there's a scene where two men get into a head-on collision like cars smash yeah. and they get out of their cars and are like why'd you do that blah 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 like stupid. it's they should be dead yeah. do you know like literally even if like a car jolts a little bit you can fuck your neck up yeah of course like like the idea that you get in a head-on collision and be like just slightly annoyed by it pure art Ridiculous. So, watch bad movies. Listen to, I mean, follow our academic criteria that we laid out mm-hmm. about, like, the types of bad movies, what makes a good bad movie, and, like, just, like, watch some bad movies and enjoy your time. Yeah. That's all we 100%. have to say, really. Yep. So, I think that's it. I think that's it. Also, we're very ex- Oh, no, wait. I do have one more thing to say. Mm. There is a podcast to talk about another podcast. There's a podcast called Worst Idea of All Time. Mm. It's a great podcast because what these two guys do is they watch the same movie every week for a year. Oh, yes. You told me about this. And the movies that they watch, first season of The Worst Idea of All Time was Grown Ups 2. Oh, God. Okay. Neither of them had even seen Grown Ups 1, but they watched Grown Ups 2 52 times. Then they did the second season, which was Sex in the City 2. 52 times. Terrible. Then the third season was uh, a movie called We Are Your Friends, and it's a Zac Efron movie. 52 times every week. 
And then the last season they've done is like they're trying to get through Sex and the City one fifty two times, but as fast as possible and not mm-hmm. doing it every week. Right. But the insanity that these men like, like, like the genuinely they go crazy by like episode three. Right. They've lost their minds. Yeah. Because like watching the same movie every week for a year Mm-mm. is insane pain and punishment you don't need to yeah. put yourself through. Yeah. And it's a great podcast about bad movies, and also it shows like how movies can drive a person crazy yeah and that's basically just like my final thing that's my recommendation <laughs> listen to that podcast because you just are listening to men go crazy that's great i love it's it great so those are recommendations mm-hmm. if folks want to try them out please do but anyway your uh instagram is it is the cc williams and what is mine carmen underscore maria 416 she said that like she had never even <laughs> heard of it and then our Instagram is I'd kill a spider for you. And please, you know, slide into our DMs, leave a nice comment, and we will be happy to respond. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take care, guys. Take care. And watch bad movies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. laugh at them. Mm-hmm. And enjoy The Rock's oiled up body. Amen. A. And his Amen. cousin. Mm. Sorry. Anyway, <clears throat> we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs>